Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the Go Blue Crew on Wolverine Sounds. I am your co-host, Tyler Fenwick. I'm the co-editor at GBMWolverine.com. The other co-host is Derek Devine. He's the head guy over at TheBigHouseReport.com. Today we're going to be talking about Tyrone Wheatley Jr., I think one of the more exciting prospects in this year's uh, on this year's football team, the big tight end. We saw him, was it, uh, not this, not this, uh, spring but last spring he made that ridiculous one-handed catch and kind of outran everybody to the end zone so I'm sure that'll come up at, at least once or twice but Tyrone Wheatley Jr. is the topic today uh, just as a reminder we are starting a, a series of like mini shows that'll run 10 to 15 minutes and we're going to focus on one specific player I'll say it for a third time then today this episode is Tyrone Wheatley Jr. so Derek uh, first of all I'm drinking Lion Kugel's Summer Shandy what do you have? I've got a Samuel Adams Boston Lager today. Rich, balanced, and complex Samuel Adams. That sounded like an advertisement. <laughs> Almost. We'll have more of those to come, I'm sure. Okay. So, uh, just right off the bat, Tyron Lee Jr., what do, you, what do you see from him this season? Well, I see some production, uh, and obviously a lot more production than, than we've seen. Uh, he's, he's such a big a guy at standing 6'6", and... I mean, he he was up to 290 at one point. He's creeped down about 20 pounds, uh, right around the 270, 275, and apparently is is working on even losing some more weight. One of the things that you'll hear from him in videos that you'll find on on sites or news reporters, a lot of it will be, I'm trying to get faster and I'm trying to slim down. wants to be more of an agile guy. But that play you're talking about where he made the ridiculous catch, I think it was at Ford Field when they had that kind of like open scrimmage. You're right. He looked like he he had some wheels. I mean, it's not like he's slow. Uh, I definitely think he could probably get faster losing some weight and slimming down, but I mean, when you comp- when you change your diet and, and you're doing a lot of running and conditioning, uh, that's how you improve as an athlete. And I mean, it already seems like a freakish athlete to me. And so I, I expect him to get some just natural production, maybe because of all the openings uh, at the tight end position. You just got to hope that he can excel uh, once he starts getting those opportunities. You know, when I've been saying that stuff, like people like Tyrone Wheatley Jr. who say they have to slim down and speed up, I just think. Man, screw you! Like, like people like me, we're we're pushing five eight and can't barely walk up the stairs without having to lean over on the railing and you know get a breath afterwards. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I understand what he's saying. It's kind of like the six four one eighty guy in basketball who's like maybe not going to make it in the NBA because he doesn't have enough size. Like he needs to add some weight and whatnot. Get out of here! But I'm, I'm not angry. I'm. Yeah, you know, I'm totally indifferent about the whole height and weight thing. I was, I was blessed with my height, all five feet eight inches of it. But it's whatever. But yeah, he he did he did say that he wants to slim down and speed up, and that would add a great feature to Michigan's offense, I think, because there's a lot of uncertainty right now. Like, who's going to be catching the balls? Who's going to be a, a big playmaker? And if Wheatley can actually do that, then maybe he's a guy who can emerge into that role. Who knows? Yeah, and I think, again, with, with an opening there, and a lot of people maybe slate Ian Bunting as as the starter, uh, I, I would say, uh, just because of a little bit more production and experience on the field. But Wheatley definitely has a chance to emerge into the top tight end on, on the team. I think his uh, talent is, is probably better. Uh, he, he's obviously going to be a good blocker and continue to be uh, at that size. And, and I think his ceiling is just so high uh, that you got to look to him to 
to be a productive guy. One of the things that I think about when we talk about slimming down and, and, and getting some speed, I think more than a personal thing and a coach's thing, how, yeah, we want you to be faster, we want you to be slimmer. A lot of the tight ends, uh, like a Devin Funches who actually converted to a wide receiver, or Jake Butt who could play at that wide receiver spot if need be, just happened to be that Michigan's had some really good receivers the past couple of seasons. You want to really be able to see him spread out the field rather than being in that set tight end position. So I think that's one of the reasons why you see guys wanting to work on their speed and their agility, better cuts, getting downfield, beating a guy down uh, for a streak. I think that that's where uh, his athletic ability uh, that is continuing to improve will really benefit the Wolverines this fall. So looking at uh, Wheatley's 2016 season, he had three catches, 35 yards, one touchdown. That was a 21-yarder. I feel like I can remember it, but, uh, uh, gosh, maybe I can't. I don't know. I feel like I remember him catching that pass, and I was like, this is the beginning of the Tyron Wheatley Jr. era, and then uh, it kind of wasn't. But, you know, three, yeah, so three catches, 35 yards. I mean, we're not talking about a whole lot last year, so it sounds like you're expecting him to emerge into at least, uh, like that complimentary tight end position where, where Ian Bunting may be the guy who's getting most of the snaps, Wheatley could come in and, and still make his presence known. Absolutely. Again, there's just so much up for grabs position-wise for the Wolverines this fall, and I think when you, when you have a lot of competition going on, uh, guys are going to get opportunities uh, throughout the season, and, and obviously I expect him to, to be one of those guys, and Again, I just I'm under the assumption that Jim Harbaugh has all of these guys buying in, and so with that, it becomes more competitive. Uh, someone eventually gains an edge, just like at the, a quarterback position, as we saw last year, where where maybe a lot of people were were kind of thinking that uh, uh, Spate or why am I drawing a blank? Oh my gosh, I've been talking uh, who, so much about Peters about? and John O'Corn. My John O'Corn. Uh, everyone's been talking about Spate and Peters. I, it's almost like I forgot about him. But, again, one of those things where there's so much competition that guys kind of get shuffled around. But, I mean, that's just kind of how it's going to be. You continue to recruit good names, big names. Uh, I think that the level of competition just skyrockets, and hopefully a guy like Tyrone Wheatley will will find himself a nice position at the tight end. And, and again, just as a reminder, as we do these profiles, some of these guys like a Wheatley with just a few catches and a touchdown last season are very, very unproven. So we could be completely off. Maybe these guys never even see the field. We don't know what's going on over the summer. We won't know everything until fall camp. And then obviously, as the season starts, I think we'll, we'll learn more. But I, I do think uh, the reason that I think we should talk about him so early is just because that ceiling is so high, and Michigan really, really needs somebody to replace Jake Budd at the tight end spot. You know, for our credibility's sake, I do hope that uh, Tyrone Wheatley Jr. sees the field a lot and makes at least like one or two big catches, maybe a big run here or there, or whatnot. But uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So I'm, I'm. You talked about buying in. And that kind of leads me off to Drake Harris, who's making his position change from wide receiver to cornerback. And I think the obvious question that emerges there is, is this because Drake Harris just like was not going to work out at wide receiver? Or is it because this staff has a, a lot of trust in the, the other pass catchers around him? If it's the latter, 
does Tyrone Wheatley Jr. factor into that equation? Is he one of the guys who made that switch possible? And I'm not I'm not saying it's an either or or that it's even not just because Drake Harris will be a better cornerback than he would be a wide receiver. But those seem like the two most uh, prominent <clears throat> the the two most prominent um, what's the word I'm looking for um, reasons. <laughs> Where, why are we drawing these big blanks? But that, yeah. So does Wheatley factor into that at all? That's something I'm interested in. And I mean, we can speculate, but we won't know until you know September, maybe even October. But I think that's something to look forward to. Yeah, you, you've got to assume that. I mean, when you look at receivers in general, I mean, whether it's a wide receiver or a tight end, it's guys that are going to be catching catching passes. And so, yeah, maybe the depth at wide receiver, you, you naturally kind of think, okay, Drake Harris is making a transition because they're all set there. Uh, but a tight end is a big part of, of a Michigan offense uh, and will continue to be as long as Jim Harbaugh and staff is there, even as guys come in and, and come out. So I would say that, that that could very well play a part. Uh, because just like any of the wide receivers, especially some of the young guys coming in, that tight end spot, whether it's Bunting or Tyrone Wheatley Jr., they're going to get uh, the ball thrown in their direction uh, multiple times a game even just because of the offensive schemes that are run. And, and one of the things that I like about Drake Harris is whether he was told, hey, this is what you're doing, or he kind of also wanted to make that switch himself, seeing that maybe he could he could compete at another position as his career comes down to a close. He seemed to handle it well in a public spotlight, uh, and so you've got to think that uh, the choice was was made, the decision was made because okay, we've got enough options for the pitch and catch game. Uh, we have another young, unproven uh, secondary, and maybe we have a few more concerns there. So let's take a guy who's hungry to see the field, who hasn't seen a lot of it in his career because of injuries and a couple of other things, and let's give him a chance at the cornerback position. But yeah, ultimately, I think that whether you look at receivers or tight ends, I think that the coaching staff must feel like they've got uh, just enough to, to make a big move like that. Okay, time to pause now for some station identification. This is the Go Blue crew on Wolverine Sounds. We are the premier Michigan sports podcast on this side of the Mississippi. I don't know about the other side, but on this side of the Mississippi, we pretty much have it locked down. Uh, nobody, I, I don't even feel like anybody's up to our waist right now. I mean, we are just kind of above everybody, if you ask me personally. And I think my mom would agree. She's a She's an avid listener of the Go Blue Crew. She has a great taste in podcasts, so I'm just kind of throwing that out there. I want to wrap this up. Uh, what do you see Tyron Wheatley Jr. doing this year? I want numbers, man. Like, give me specific numbers. I know you're going out on a thin thin limb, and I'm going to go out on a thin limb too, but give me numbers. What's he doing? I think because we don't really know what's happening exactly at the tight end position, I'm going to I'm gonna see kind of a mix between Ian Bunting and Tyrone Wheatley Jr. And so I'll give, uh, I won't give a receptions necessarily, but I'm thinking anywhere between 300 and 400 yards. But a guy that I'm expecting to see, like uh, yeah, Khalid Hill, where he's at the goal line, just a big body who can body somebody up, go up and catch a ball for a touchdown, goal line package type tight end. So I'll give him six, uh, six touchdown grabs this season, which is obviously a vast improvement from from a season ago. Uh, you know, just just to show you where you're at, six would have been one behind last season's leader, Amara Darbo, at seven. It would have been two better than Jake Butts, four. So I think that is very ambitious. If he gets that, I'll mail you 
some Tootsie Rolls or something. I don't know. But okay, so I'm going to go with, you said 300 to 400. I think I'm going to go with 200 to 300. I'll say uh, he gets uh, probably three or four touchdowns. Because I think you're right that we're going to see a good mix of him and Ian Bunting. You know, unless one obviously just just breaks away from the pack. But I don't really foresee that happening. So I'll go 200 to 300 yards. So is there anything else you want to add on our man Tyron Wheatley Jr.? I'm just excited to see him play, man. It's finally come to a time where I feel like people have, have been looking towards him for a guy of the future. And, I mean, the future is is literally right now for, for Tyrone Wheatley Jr. And he has a big opportunity and some big shoes to fill, obviously, with the name and, and a very different way of filling them. But I expect to see some production on the field. And either whether you're right or I'm right, I mean, those are both great stats and uh, good numbers for, for a first kind of full season at that tight end spot. All right, well, that'll pretty much do it for us on the Go Blue Crew, talking about Tyron Wheatley Jr. Once again, you can go to iTunes, search Wolverine Sounds, and subscribe and listen to this podcast and some other shows. I have been Tyler Fenwick. You can follow me on Twitter at Ty underscore Fenwick. And the other guy has been Derek Devine. You can follow him at Divine Identity. I've been drinking a line of Google's Summer Shandy. Derek's been drinking a uh, Samuel Adams Boston Lager. Is that right? That's correct. Okay, so yeah, we're we're hoping for really big things from Wheatley, not only because uh, he's kind of been this big name for the last couple seasons, but because Michigan honestly might need it. So that's that. Hope you enjoyed the show. As always, go blue, Jim Harbaugh 2020, and other good stuff like that. Go blue.